the Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Veronica Miller, the founder and CEO of Modinas and the creative mind behind the blog tour. Now, Veronica has quite the eclectic background. Um, she's had her own interior design and kitchen and bath design firm hails from Germany and has spent years in the home industry. She connects the dots between the business and creative facets of successful interior design practices. Um, They create all content on Medina's product showcase and project portfolios and scour the globe, literally scour the globe, I know, because Veronica's told me about her trips, to share design inspiration from North America, Europe, and beyond with their readers. You definitely want to check out Modinas.com. And Veronica, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hi there. Hi there. Welcome. Well, excited to have you here. And first, you know, I mentioned your eclectic background. You didn't start Modinas until several years ago. Talk a little bit about why you founded the company and what you thought was missing in the marketplace at the time. Well, we founded Modinas um, in 2010, at least that's when we launched it. Worked on it probably for a good year and a half prior to that to get, even get it going. And this was sort of post, um, you know, real estate crash in the United States and really around the world. So we um, really started working on um, finding a way for designers to connect, for designers to, um, you know, have a forum outlet where they can kind of figure out new ways to to work in this ever-changing marketplace. Um, we We wanted, we were looking for ways for designers to find brands that they may not know about, giving them an edge over the competition. The market was getting tough. So we just wanted them to have a place where they could find those resources, where they could get some exposure, where they could connect with brands that they may not have known about. Um, you know, and if business was not going to be that busy, um, at least we want to make sure that they still would have avenues to make it at least more profitable. So that was sort of the the initial premise for Medanus. Well, and clearly that's paid off as, and especially as we've gotten out of that recession and business has gotten better. Um, you know, your business has grown as well. And this isn't your first business. As I mentioned in the introduction, um, you, you come from both the marketing and design background. You worked at McDonald's, for example. Then you left to get your ID and kitchen and bath design degree and run your own design firm, which, I mean, um, amazing that you did that. And then, um, you know, you left that to create Modinas. And you clearly bring a great deal of knowledge in the interior design space to Modinas. And Modinas really is focused on those interior design influencers. Um, talk a little bit about your background and how it's been helpful in handpicking those influencers that you work with on behalf of your clients. That's a loaded question, Maria. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can handle it. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of really, really great elements here. So, yes, my background is in marketing. Medanus was on the agency side. I worked in their agency outside of Munich. Um, if you've ever heard the slogan, I'm loving it. Um, the the mm-hmm. team that I was working with had a little something to do with that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, so, and it kind of went from there. I moved to the States uh, a few years later and uh, sort of began to figure out what I wanted to do in the States. And the interior design thing had always been something that was very close to my heart. And I uh, went back to school and explored um, that opportunity. And in fact, I, I had a, a, a design firm with a focus on kitchen and bath design, but we also did really everything throughout you know, throughout the home, entire home remodeling packages. But I had a second company in there as well. And that was actually a an import company. I imported German kitchens because that's what I knew and what I was used to. And we didn't have those in the States at the time. So what was interesting about that and how that plays into what I do today is that I'm probably one of few people who has an inherent understanding of the marketing and business side that is simply required to uh, deliver on the bottom line and how that affects the design professional, but also what a brand or manufacturer or distributor would be looking for, because I come from both of those facets. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's great to be an advocate for one group um, and both groups need them, but I've sort of ended up positioning myself where my brand, Modena's, sort of right in the middle of that, saying, I get you guys and I get you guys. Let's have some conversations. Let's bring you together and see that we can, you know, create some campa campaigns, events and initiatives that benefit both parties. Well, and clearly your background helps to establish a level of trust right away. Do you feel like that um, you've gotten more buy-in from influencers in that interior design sector because of your background? Are they immediately quick to recognize uh, what you bring to the table? I, I think so. I think there's a level of credibility. I'm, I'm not a marketing gal that comes to sell them on something. I'm, I'm somebody who, you know, hopefully helps them understand that I, I, I've been there. I've been in those exact same trenches on both sides of that aisle. And I can, you know, help them um, hopefully leverage some of my knowledge and, uh, you know, help them along. I, my, my background in design, I love design very, very much, but I was always on the business side of things. So even in my own design firm, I had a staff that was incredibly talented and it was easier for me to help manage them. Um, you know, than than being stuck in the design process myself. So that's something that has sort of just uh, stayed with me for all those years. So yeah, I think there's there's definitely a credibility thing that happens for the manufacturers as well because they look up and say, "Oh my God, she actually knows what she's talking." Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold, so I apologize by coughing over your your responses, and I hope the listeners bear with me as well. Um, speaking of credibility. Um, bloggers have been rising in power for the past several years. More and more consumers are putting a lot of stock in what they have to say. And clearly, you've recognized this with your business model. Do you feel like that credibility is founded? And and how do you feel these bloggers stack up against journalists covering the interior design industry? I think it's absolutely founded. Um, there's, you know, a simple concept behind bloggers and in our case design bloggers people started blogging that usually design professionals started blogging because they wanted to find a new outlet things were slow 
They wanted, they had heard that if they create fresh content on their websites, that would help them in search results, and it did. So these were people that had a lot of um, insight in the industry. So why would they not be credible? But they also used the blog to identify specifically who they were in terms of uh, their their professional acumen, who, what their design style looks like. So it has really helped them sort of define their brand better to write about things that were specifically of value and of interest to them. So it was easy enough for a potential client to read the blog and to say, yeah, I, I really like where she's going with, with her design sense. Um, so what's great about the, the bloggers today is that you can identify with each of them because they are, you know, uh, these, these are very personal opinion based pieces that they write for the most part. Uh, and they will do that even when um, there is a, a paid relationship with a brand. Many, many bloggers will still say, hey, I got sponsored by this brand. I went to visit them. But what I'm writing are still my thoughts. And I will say what I like and what I didn't like. That's sort of the difference between um, the blogger and the journalist. Um, but also brands need to understand, the industry needs to understand that Bloggers are not necessarily writers, they're publishers. So I, I treat them, um, and internally we all do, as, um, as business partners. They have to create the content, they have to be photographers, they have to be writers, they have to be you know talent managers if they have a bigger blog, and then they have to go out and publish uh, their platform and promote their platform. So it actually makes them a mini magazine rather than the being being the writer specifically. So they have a lot of different elements playing into what they do. Um, you know, and, and so the difference between the two is, is quite interesting. A blogger will either go to an event, for instance, um, on their own dime, and then find a way to leverage that investment, or they will go uh, having been invited, having had the trip paid, which is something that we do with blog tour. Um, and then they have a, agreed to a, a certain requirement in terms of coverage. Not quite the same with, with journalists. The, the other thing with bloggers, I think we find um, somebody did just very recently a great write-up on, on how to work with bloggers. Um, they're not that deadline bound. They have a very different approach from journalists. And um, it doesn't mean that either one of them is wrong or right. It's just different. And brands need to understand how to how to harness that influence and that power and how to work with them uh, productively. Well, clearly bloggers have a ton of, of cachet and a ton of power, um, just as you mentioned, because of the consumer's really treating them so credibly and the fact that they have those variety of facets, as you mentioned, that they're controlling. Talk about how your blog tours work from both the blogger perspective and the benefit for the brands participating in them. Sure. Um, well, we, we launched blog tour um, in 2011. And I would love to take credit for having been incredibly insightful um, in my planning of that campaign or initiative but I wasn't. I just thought it would be a really great idea to take a group of bloggers that knew their backyard so very well, so admirably well, 
and take them to a design show that they were not familiar with. I just wanted to see what would happen. So that was that was the entire vision behind this. So we found a few sponsors who didn't just think I was completely crazy. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and many did and said, you're going to what? <laughs> you're going to invite 15 people to London and we're going to pay for that. Why? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I said, what we need to create, uh, first of all, it's always about being exciting. It's always about helping a brand rising above the fray. There's a lot of noise out there. There's now more noise than there was in 2011. So we were still sort of at the, you know, at the beginnings of all of this. But we said, you know, let's take these guys over there and spend five days at London Design Festival and let them report through their blogs, through their social media channels, um, you know, and see what that'll do. And uh, and as part of this, we'll we'll visit these sponsoring brands. And when we did this, it was amazing because because of the fact that these guys were not used to being traveled all over the world. The, the audience was enormous. We had a Twitter alone, an audience reach of over 2 million people on any given day. Wow. And it was, it was very, very powerful. And one of the brands invited us to dinner and, and their, um, you know, managing director stood up and he said, you did what we all tried to do for as long as the social, since the social media thing started, you completed the circle, you made social media real again. They're here. They're not online. They're here in the room with us. They can talk to us. That gives us the comfort level we want to be at, but we're still levering this global visibility. Thank you. This is what we needed. Mm-hmm. And and that's really kind of, that's what shook me awake. And, and I said, yeah, I think we, we really have an opportunity here to, again, to just complete the circle and go walk away from traditional media and social media and digital media and do what it needs to be, call it media, yeah. because it all is. But part of that is the real life component. You still have got to connect these folks face to face to establish that that sort of loyalty. So what's in it for the brands? Brands get a lot of global visibility, lots of name impressions, uh, lots of good, good online mojo. And they get to interact with not just bloggers, but with designers and specifiers um, in groups of 12 to 15 people one-on-one during events. We really take a lot of time to create strong messaging. And and we run this campaign over a number of weeks, usually about six to eight weeks of constant engagement and coverage to have that repetition that that the audience requires. And, And the bloggers get a great experience. We make sure our trips are pretty awesome. Um, you know, the, the trip is paid for, the hotel is paid for. We, we really look to create some magnificent opportunities for everybody. And we promote. So even if an entry-level blogger comes along, someone who doesn't have a big following, we do. So we can simply take the content they create. They may be wonderful in front of camera or they may be wonderful writers. We can take their content and accelerate it uh, through the Medanos platform and give them give them new visibility and hopefully a, a shot at connecting on their own with some of those brands. Right. And it is that intimate experience that you talk about, you know, that face-to-face experience for the blogger and the brand that really does kind of define um, 
well, there's many, many things that define your blog tour, but that really uh, seems to define it as having the biggest impact. Would you agree? Yes, I I think so. And it's something that is sometimes not completely clear to brands right from the get-go. Agencies and brands are very, very used to looking for statistics and big numbers. And here we are saying, yeah, that's great. And we've got that. Here you go. Have the report. But what we also have is this one-on-one, this loyalty building. And when you have a group of 12 to 15 people that, that spend an evening with you, uh, you know, we have, a, we have a fantastic client that, um, um, can I mention names? Am I okay to mention names? Of course, by all means, oh, sure. do. So Mr. Steam is a fantastic case study for us. Um, they've been sponsoring Blog Tour almost since the very beginning. And um, their VP tags along with Blog Tour every single time. She spends several days with the group and really hangs out, gets everybody into a steam bath, steam spa environment so we can sort of all chill out and and have a great time. Blog Tour California, she took us all to a um, uh, an open air yoga class overlooking the Pacific Ocean. That was miserable. Oh, yeah. Bummer for you. <laughs> what, yeah, we, we suffered. It's a dirty job. Someone has to do it. And <laughs> what was really interesting about that is that you just have that intimate conversation, that personal conversation. It's almost like a love affair. And at the end of the day, people buy from people, not from a logo. And when those people come out from behind the logo and say, here's what we're all about, and this is why we're so passionate about our business, uh, the the bloggers and designers will understand that and take that to heart and realize they're not so different. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. Cool. Good examples. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break and then Veronica is going to come back and talk about measurements and also some news that's breaking around Modinas.com. So stick around. Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. 
as the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back. I've been talking today with Veronica Miller. She's the founder and CEO of Medina's and the creative mind behind the blog tour. We've been talking about how 
the blog tour works. It's really uh, marrying uh, influential interior design bloggers and experts with brands in a very intimate, um, integrated way. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering, Veronica, how you measure the effectiveness of your blog tour from a brand perspective. Because as we know um, there seems to be less and less money and uh, an increase on return on investment. So I'm curious how you how you end up measuring that back to the client. Um, in two ways, and the the two ways really are um, kind of a global to local situation. So we're looking for global exposure, and we track that through various platforms. We have a tendency to still track heavily on Twitter. Uh, it certainly isn't the only platform we use, but in terms of actually delivering um, some of the numbers we, we need, uh, Twitter is ideal. And we um, we then bring in uh, other elements from Facebook. Instagram is huge for us right now and Pinterest. Uh, those are probably the four key platforms for us at the moment. And um so there's definitely ongoing tracking. Our blog tours typically range for about eight weeks. So we run from four weeks prior to the event with a lot of buzz buildup, a lot of previews, a lot of sort of initial excitement. If there's a trade show, we really try to, to get trade show visitors aware of the brands that sponsor us that are at that trade show. Then there's sort of that live coverage gig, the actual event itself, which is about days long. Uh, and then everybody goes home and there's recaps, reviews, and a Twitter chat uh, where we're sort of bringing it all back together. It is a lot about content aggregation for us because there's mm -hmm. so much content. Um, in terms of numbers, every blog tour sees somewhere around 40 or 50 million impressions for the blog wow. tour hashtag itself. Mm -hmm. And it ends up getting... Um, you know, reaching usually about an audience that's somewhere between 1.5 and 2.5 million people. And uh, so the numbers are certainly there. But what we're also looking for is not just our number, our sponsors. So typically those uh, will be uh, usually somewhere between the 5 and 7 million impressions on Twitter alone. And the reason why I say that is because Twitter is the only platform that actually de delivers third-party numbers to yes. us used for that reporting. So we, what we ask from our team very often is to make sure that we can capture all of that goodness is to copy to Twitter whenever they're posting elsewhere so that we can still see it. So right. analytics are still in their infancy in this industry to some extent. So, so we have to, you know, be creative, but we then take tons of screenshots and that leads to the second element. And that is the one-on-one -on -one engagement. The fact that we have so many, so many conversations that we're monitoring where someone will comment on a picture and say, how much is that? Where can I get it? They actually want to purchase. So yeah. this isn't just about, and this is the followers wanting to purchase, but then the designers that are on our trips themselves hopefully take the brand into consideration for future specifications. So we're looking for marketing and we're looking for sales with yeah. us. And and no no better word but sales uh, for the ear of the brand for sure. 
And you continue to expand your offerings. I know from the success of the blog tour, you're now looking at Modena's Talks. It's been focused on trade shows, um, specifically one in Vegas, which I know you have pegged for next year. And you're actually taking Modena's Talks on the road to individual markets. Can you talk a little bit about that whole program? Yeah, Modena's Talks is sort of an extension of blog tour. We always have a situation where we finish a blog tour and people come up to me and say, this was so great. I wish we had had more time to talk, just to talk, to talk industry, to talk business. Um, It's very rushed. It's incredibly content rich, but we didn't have a chance to, you know, whether it's me or one another. And and people often in those sideline conversations on a bus or at a dinner table where folks walk away and say, wow, this was completely amazing. I had no idea that, you know, I should put a QR code on my business code card or, or something like that. It, it's just these little tiny things that make all the difference. The, the problem is I often find that when you go to larger speaking uh, environments, um, you know, various design summits, this is really important information, but it's never a one size fits all. So you'll have people in the room um, that are actually having trouble keeping up. And you're having others who are sort of yawning and saying, yeah, I've been there, done that. I've, you know, this isn't for me. So what Medina's Talks is about is about getting the room itself to talk. It's like we call it speed dating for knowledge. <laughs> it's about everyone in the room can sort of put ideas out. And, and the way we do that is very playfully and engage folks to actually share their own knowledge with the room, we will often, as a result, create a big tag cloud. That's what we did in Las Vegas this past January um, on the topic of the, the power of, of design, the impact of design on the well-being of a client. Because what's more important um, than, than realizing how much impact you actually have on someone someone's way of life or how they work? Mm-hmm. Um, I think right there is the value proposition for the designer. So it was really incredible to, to get them to almost stop in their tracks and say, oh, my God, yeah, I do that. When I pick a color for a room, I'm going to impact how that person feels when they wake up in the morning and when they go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted them to understand that, you know, sometimes the conversation shouldn't be about how much do you charge an hour or how much do you mark up, but Put your value out there and say, hey, this is my value and I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. So this was a whole day summit. It is, again, sponsored by brands that are in the room uh, uh, with with a number of representatives, because, again, at the end of the day, we're still looking for that personal engagement as well. So they did design charrettes together with the brands at the table, sketching and, and playing around with design concepts. And it's a lot of fun. And it helps people sort of to break the ice a bit. Well, and you're you're taking that regionally um, and expanding it um, in twenty what twenty fifteen late twenty fifteen. Yes, it's looking at late late uh, this year and then very much so next year. Um, what we want to do, we've done it twice now in Las Vegas with a full day event, but we're seeing where lots of regional um, sort of design hubs have a really big interest in having this sort of conversation. People can't always travel to the big design shows, so we're going to bring this concept to them and uh, set it in the showrooms. Sure, it's it's beneficial for the showrooms who can 
be positioned as design centric and and as a brand that works with the local design community. Um, we do this in collaboration with designers that are local to the area. So they will be part of our Medina's Talks network. Uh, it's a financial connection. So, so we want them to understand that, you know, we're not there just to ask them for a favor, but um, this is an opportunity for them to, to, you know, increase the profile in their own design community and, and earn some money while they're there. Yeah. And, um, and brands can participate in this once again as well. And the subjects are some, some lighthearted ones, you know, how to, how to style uh, for a photo shoot, how to date, take great iPhone photos on your own of a, of a project, because maybe you don't always have the budget for, uh, for an actual photographer, a pro photographer. Um, lots of, lots of tips and tricks like that for designers and some talks on uh, design trends and how to's for consumers as well. Great, great. So anybody listening today that might be interested in those kinds of regional engagements, we're going to tell you in just a moment how to connect with Veronica on that and also the blog tour. But before we wrap up, I want to talk about some breaking news. You've got an update on uh, Modanus.com. That is correct. Uh, We are just about ready to relaunch Modanus.com. Very exciting. And and you're actually the first to really officially hear this. Yes. (laughs) Yay. We're breaking news on purse strings. I love it. (laughs) You're you're breaking the news for sure. So the new Modenos will launch very, very shortly in the next few days. And um, um, it will have a very distinct two-track experience. There's Modenos will always be open to to anyone interested in design. So consumers can come to the site, design pros. That was always the case. And um, we want them to find curated collections of products. So we're, you know, we definitely have a door policy on the site. Uh, we want unusual brands from around the world to connect with us and to to share their offerings um, on the site. And, and actually, a very basic membership is free. So we're really looking to make sure we're not excluding anyone. Um, and um, uh, the second part of this, though, is our trade-only section of the site has been greatly expanded. So vetted design professionals, designers apply with us. What we do is we make sure they're in the business of design and not just somebody trying to, you know, get around um, or trying to find a way to buy wholesale. So we, we're kind of tough about that. We want to make sure we're, we're being fair to those people that actually work in the business. Um, they get vetted. They have access to trade-only information. So we can now display on the site trade-only brands that want to not have any exposure to the homeowner because that's just not their business model. And we will also be able to uh, show trade-only information from brands that are visible to consumers. So if somebody has a sample sale going on, if somebody's doing something incredible at Cabus or at High Point Furniture Market and wants the design community to know, they can share that here. Designers can follow those brands and they get an update whenever the brand uh, issues an update, be it a new press release, be it a new video. They can upload whatever they like or new products or having a special sale. This is a great new way for um, design professionals to stay in the loop immediately when that happens. So, And then design pros can also create their um, 
uh, design portfolios on the site and which they have been able to do. What we've added now is hidden portfolios. So some designers really don't want to display their work publicly online because they don't necessarily want people to share it all over social media. They can keep it hidden and they can then share that secret URL um, specifically with a client. If they want to do that, they can embed it in their website. And um, what they can do to make it look really good, they can brand it with their own logo and they can also um, move images around and style that particular portfolio page exactly the way they would like to see it. So lots of custom options. It's free to design professionals to, um, you know, really make themselves look very professional and very good. Very nice. Well, and that's coming in just a few days. So everyone needs to go on to modenus.com, M-O-D-E-N-U-S.com in a few days and see the brand new site. So congrats on that. And I encourage anyone listening who might be interested in the next blog tour or joining into the Modanus talks um, to definitely go on to modanus.com to learn more. And Veronica, what is the best way, do you think, for brands to really start with you and Modanus? Um, if they're listening today and they're really intrigued, what's the best entry point? Best entry point is to reach out um, to one of us directly. You can do that on social media and just let us know you're there. Uh, there is a, a short application process that we have for brands because, again, I said we have a door policy. We want to know that, you know, it's a it's a it's a cool product collection. It's something interesting for for our uh, site visitors and site users. So definitely grab our attention. We're at Medanus pretty much on every social media platform, um, or you can reach us via email at talk to us at medanus.com. Perfect. Veronica, thank you so much for taking time today to share with us more about Modanus and the upcoming Modanus.com, the blog tour, Modanus Talks, and all the things you've got going on there. Thanks so much. Thank you, Maria. Thanks for having me. You bet. And thanks to my producer, George, and join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.